Recording from Studio 262 in the AOB, you're tuned in to What the Howl, an inside look at UWG athletics straight from the source. Now here are your hosts, Matt Cook and Jared Boggess. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome in to What the Howl, episode 41. I am Jared Boggess alongside my wonderful co-host, Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome. And we can't even put our excitement on the scales. It is no scale a- able. Yeah, I mean, there's no number I can put on the level of excitement I have because it is finally game week. My excitement is up to a 15. You put a number on it. I just said we can't put a number on it. Yeah, but it, but it normally only goes to 10. That's what I'm saying. This one goes to 11. 11. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're excited because it's game week. We have actual basketball games to talk about on this episode of What the How, your favorite podcast in the world thank you for listening game week i'm i'm very excited i'm very excited we we get to host a game we get to watch a game on the road probably not because we'll be hosting the game at the same time it's a it, it, but somebody might get to watch some, it somebody it won't will, be me it, it, yeah you'll, you'll be statting yeah you, you'll be statting yeah. and it may be me that gets to watch it, it might be it because might i be, might be doing the socials it might just be the one and only matt cook on the socials on the socials so but we're going to get into all that later. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we invite you to like, follow, subscribe, rate, and review whatever um, podcast platform you're on, whatever their terminology is. Do that for what the how. We really appreciate it. So on this episode, mainly basketball, um, like we did last week with women's basketball, we're going to look at the five things to kind of look forward to with men's basketball. And we are going to preview this week's opponents for both men's and women's basketball um, as we get into week one of the 2020-21 season. But before we get into all that, we got to talk about some football stuff and not uh, directly West Georgia football because these guys are out of here. They're in the NFL now. But we're trying to get two of our guys to the Pro Bowl. Absolutely. We've got, we have two athletes, two former athletes, who are currently on the Pro Bowl uh, uh, voting uh, ballot, ballot is the word we're looking is that for. What I, yeah. It's an election year, and you just forgot the word ballot. I did. I did. And I just um, talked about politics on the, I, I've on the been, podcast. I've been so. trying not to have any kind of ballot in my head. Yeah. And and so, but this is an important ballot. It this is. This is a Very hugely important, important ballot. Um, Tyrell Adams, Alex Arma are we're we're trying to get them to the Pro Bowl. Alex Arma is one of the best fullbacks in the league. He I, is the I'll best say it fullback. right now. And and Tyrell Adams, he has earned himself possibly a chance to um have a pretty decent little contract. Yeah, we talked about it last week. Seventeen yeah. tackles tied the franchise record. Yes. Um, and he is doing some phenomenal things. And they're both on there. And so there's several ways you can do it. You can go on to NFL.com and you can sign up and and vote through there. I did that the other day. I yes. didn't vote for a single position other than inside linebacker and fullback. I, I I got through all of them and realized that I didn't like voting. I didn't have to vote for all of them. Yeah, but it's all right. But I'm doing my part. Doing we're doing our part here. Well, uh, but uh, or you can tweet hashtag Pro Bowl vote and and tag Tyrell and Alex uh, um in their Twitter handles. And I bet you're wondering. You you actually don't even have to have their Twitter handles. You can just put their actual names. Really? Or you can tag them on Twitter. It's a, it always helps to let them know that. You're yeah, supporting. that way they can retweet that it. That way they can retweet. That's it. a vote too. Yeah, it is because um, it's at ta from ga or at alex underscore arma. Again, that's ta as in Tyrell Adams. Yes. From f r o m ga as in the postal abbreviation for Georgia. Just like Digitigaga. Kind of. But that's a whole other story for a whole other time. We're <laughs> not then, getting off the rails yet. And then Alex, and then at Alex underscore Arma, and and his name on there is uh, is Alex Arma Junior. That's correct. 
So, and um, another important thing: yes. anytime you see somebody tweeting about that, if you simply retweet it, it counts as a vote. That's right. Like it too, or is it just retweet? I think it's just retweets and replies. So, if you were to like quote tweet it or reply to it with the same hashtag, I think it would count. Okay. So, uh, the there there those are the two ways to do it, and uh, you can you can do the tweets as many times as you want. You can. Uh, so go on tweet every day about Tyrell and Alex uh, with your hashtag pro vote pro bowl vote. It's hard to say. Pro it is. Bowl it is vote. hard to say that pro bowl vote pro bowl pro bowl vote pro bowl vote. Oh my gosh, pro bowl vote hashtag. There we go. You limped your way through that. Well, B and V sound similar. They kind of do. They do. Yeah. And we've also been putting this stuff out on our social media on our Twitter account at UWG. Athletics and the football account at UWG Football. So if you don't even want to go through the the, uh, the typing it out out your own tweet, just go retweet ours, and it still counts. Like we said, as a vote for Tyrell and Alex, help us get our former Wolves to the Pro Bowl. Absolutely. Now let's move in to some preseason basketball information. The Gulf South Conference released their preseason release on Thursday of last week. Let's start with the women. They were picked third in the East, and um, Taylor Brown named preseason All GSC. Big. Uh, Big start to the season for him. Absolutely, and and it, it's something we've t- we've talked about. Uh, Taylor is someone who is a difference maker when she when she walks on the court, and so um, seeing her picked as preseason All GSC, uh, really phenomenal. Excited for her, and uh, looking forward for great things from her. And the team picked third in the East, right? Yep, team, With, team third. Team the team was picked third. Now remember, this year we're going to divisional play. We're, we're returning to divisional play. Yeah. Actually, we 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 had divisional in a play. temporary fashion. Yes, this is a temporary thing. But um, and in our division is shorter Lee, Auburn Montgomery, West Florida, Valdosta State, and us. And Montevallo. I thought and you were going to get through it. I missed. But one. you forgot her opening day opponent. I did. I did. That, uh, I thought that was a crossover. I was pulling yeah. for you hard. That was, uh, I, that was a crossover game. Yeah. It's crossover. No, it's not. I'm, I'm I'm crossing over. Okay. So you put Montevallo in the West, and we have a crossover <laughs> game. Okay. But anyway, yeah, women pick third in the East, and that would get them in the tournament. I believe they're taking the top four from each division, and then just crossing over from there. There's your your crossover. See crossover. Uh, but Montevallo is still in the East, no matter what you say. <laughs> um, so that's kind of uh, how that's going to work. But we were picked third in the East, and again, Taylor Brown, preseason All GSC. She was not an All Conference selection last year. Um, so to be preseason all GSC, that means uh, coaches looked at her and said, "Okay, she's a difference maker. Yep. This is who we have to game plan around." Yep. Well, then that's exciting for her. And on the men's side, the men's side, yeah, picked fifth in the East with uh, another preseason all GSC selection, Kadeem Jones. Correct, Kadeem Jones. What a what a uh, a great individual. He's actually going to be interning in our office, so yep. we're excited about yep. that. So we have a preseason all GSC person in our office, and we also have. DJ, TJ, the GA in our office. And Jada, Jada Dooley. And Sawyer Steele. Sawyer Steele. We got all kinds of people yeah. in here. Yeah, we do. It's going to be fun. Yeah. but It's going to be fun. But Kadeem Jones, very worthy. Seventh in the league in, in scoring last year. 15.8 points a game. 4.3 rebounds per game. And uh, and really, really excited about uh, really excited to see what he'll be able to do this year. So we kind of set the groundwork there for uh, men's basketball. But now, like we said, last week we dove into five things to look for with women's basketball. So we'll do the same this week for men's basketball. I'll start it off. Um, I am looking forward to seeing what Arante Anderson can do. I've been to practice a few times. Um, D, uh, DJ TJ, the GA, went with me, and I know he'll agree with me. 
Orante Anderson was locked in really? when we went to practice. He's nodding his head right now. He was locked in. He he did not. I don't think he missed a shot. And they were doing some kind of like two on three drills because um, they had some some issues with getting everybody there right off the bat. Um, but man, he could not miss from three um, in the lane, pull up jumpers. He was hitting everything. That's awesome. And you're talking about a guy who averaged 11.4 points per game last year, had 151 assists to lead the league, um, and 5.4 per game, ninth in the league in assist turnover ratio. So I think taking another step for him, that's what I'm looking forward to, and maybe him becoming an all league guard and uh, putting a cap on a uh, pretty good two-year career. You know, and and here's the thing. It it tells you about the point guard situation in the Gulf South Conference because that dude had um, two or three, if I'm not mistaken, double-doubles with points to, points and assists last year. He may have, yeah. And uh, and so – he is he he is a he is a double double waiting to happen with assists. He had multiple games where he had seven or more, um, so he's he he dishes out very very well and uh, and but he also scores. He can he, he scored I think twenty six or twenty eight was his was his high last year. His season high was twenty five against Queens, I believe. Yep. And I was looking at the number on assists. Yeah, he had eleven assists against Montevallo. He had a double double with twelve and twelve against Union, so he had two double doubles last year. Yeah, so two two double doubles, which double doubles with assist in the, in the collegiate game are very very few. And yeah, far and I know somebody's thinking about it. So if you want to know how close he got, he could get to a triple double. His highest rebound total was six. So so it's it's, it's in he's the not cards. a big guy, but no, it, yeah, it's in the cards for sure. Pounds, but it's yeah. definitely in the cards. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I, if he's locked in, man, that's gonna be that's gonna be great because. He really changes the pace of the game. Oh yeah, he he is he is quick as lightning, and uh, and he really does chase. What's the word uh, Dave uses? For, he's a water bug. Type. He's a water is bug. That what he yeah. calls him? Yeah, yeah, he's a water bug. Yeah, which that's what that five nine one hundred fifty pounds. That that's you got to that do described. that. Be yeah. that to be successful at that size at this level. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Um, Kadeem Jones is my number is number four in, in our top five things. Um, excited. He he has to be the guy this year. Oh yeah. He he's got to be the guy, and he and and um he averaged fifteen point eight points a game, and it was seventh in the conference last year, and uh, in preseason all GSC, I think it's going to be exciting to see what he can do, um as kind of the top dog, the score, the score, and uh, and he I mean first four games last year he had twenty he had twenty or more points, so yeah twenty four, twenty one, twenty and twenty one to yep. open the year. So so he he is capable. Twenty five was his career high. Yeah, and then he had a string in January twenty four, twenty three and 25 yep so so he has the the capability of scoring 20 points on any given night oh yeah and uh and so uh the consistency in shooting is 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 key for him and uh and he should be pretty strong yeah i'm looking forward to seeing what kadeem can do uh and i think we've got a lot of talent on this team and you know we'll see where we go um with a, a kind of a strange 2020-21 season this year as strange it is is year three under dave moore and that's another thing to look forward to um, anytime there's a new coach or a transition in coaching staff, you're going to have a little bit of time before you have that coach recruiting the players that he wants in his system. Right. Because anytime, no matter what sport, where you are, you're, the coach is inheriting players. So they got to bring in their own players, and we've already seen the Cincinnati pipeline. Yes. Um, and, and I think uh, year three, building towards what he, he wants this program to be, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. Cincinnati pipeline, you mentioned that. Rodney Wiley, what a, what a heck of a player – he showed a lot last year as a true freshman, and I'm excited to see what he's going to be able to do. He didn't score a lot, but that's because he was behind Durante. 
Um, but I th- I think he's he is the future. He's gonna be he's gonna be a star. Yeah, I mean, just looking, we talked about the pipeline. Obviously, just to fill you in, if you haven't looked at the roster, Kadeem's from Dayton, Ohio. We'll just call it the Ohio pipeline because he's from Ohio. Um, Newark, Keyshawn Hurd uh, is from Newark, Ohio. And then we've got Cole Fisher, freshman guard out of Cincinnati. Right. Um, and Rodney Wiley, like you mentioned, Cincinnati player. Yep. And yeah, so was that four or five players? Four, um, four from the four from the state of of Ohio, and uh, and so that but building his program with his type of players is going to be big, and and going and going into newcomers talking about Cole Fisher, um, that's going to be that's going to be that's going to be a ne- the next point. Okay, how do the newcomers pay off? We've got some new bigs that came from JUCO: Jalen Sasser, Tavion Robinson, that that are going to that. Um, They've got solid numbers from from their junior college days. One of them six uh, Sasser, I think, is six six and Tavion. six seven two thirty five. Oh, he's six seven and Tavion's six 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 one seventy five. Correct. Listed and at. both of them were listed as top newcomers in the in the conference this mm-hmm. year. So it'll be fun to see what they can do uh, underneath for us this year. And on the perimeter, we got freshmen. We got Quentin McElroy um, out of McEachern. Yep. Um, which that that's a powerhouse program in Cobb County. Uh, so looking for great things out of him. And then Cole Fisher. Uh, from from Cincinnati, another another uh, Ohio pipeliner. Yeah, both of those are bigger guards too. When you talk about uh, Anderson earlier at at five nine, McElroy's six two, and Fisher six one. So taller side on the uh, on the guard position for and, us. And Fisher was a two sport star in high school. He's six one, two hundred pounds. Yeah, he's not a he's not a skinny string bean. He, he he's he's uh, he's a well built uh, young man. Yeah, just in case we have a Denver Broncos situation uh, in football next year. Uh, he did pass for 4,427 career yards with 53 touchdowns and also ran for 1,550 with 30 touchdowns. So the guy can uh, can play a little pigskin too. And so, and we know now what's going to happen if we have to throw the ball the length of the court as well. Yes, we do. We've got a quarterback, literally. So, so let's dive into the matchups we're looking forward to. That's how we closed out the women's segment last week. I'll start right off the bat. Game two, December 12th, we'll host Valdosta State. Uh, game two of the season, like I said, and that's the uh, preseason favorite in the East, um, perennial power nowadays in this conference. So big test early for us. So that's my matchup to look forward to. And the and they're they're our biggest rival. Um, I'm a little sad that it's that it is when it is um, here because it means that our students can't be a part of the biggest rivalry game. And and you you and I both know that a a, a game against Valdosta. And, um, on the West Georgia campus is crazy. Oh yeah, it's always fun. It is. It is always fun. So I'm a little sad the students will be gone, um, but uh, the 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 schedule is what it is at, at, because COVID. Yeah. Thank, thank you, COVID. But an early test for the Wolves, and uh, looking forward to seeing uh, how they look against uh, a top 25 team. I believe they came in um, ranked pretty high in the top 25. I don't know the number off the top of my head, but I know they're ranked. I believe they were somewhere around 12th or so. Yeah, I know them and Alabama Huntsville were the two GSC teams ranked um, in the top 25 preseason polls. So, But I don't think we're playing Alabama Huntsville. We are not playing Alabama Huntsville in the regular season. Can confirm. Can confirm. Uh, that's an inside joke within the office for those of you who are wondering what that what that yeah. was what, what that little exchange was i have mentioned multiple times that i'm looking forward to playing alabama huntsville and i've had to remind him multiple times that we're not playing them and i'm and i still say that's what i'm looking forward to <laughs> but february 5th and 6th is my is my games that i'm looking forward to okay. west west florida and uh and that's something that i'm looking forward to because 
We were six of thirty-one from three-point range down there last year. Mm. That that's we uh, and probably way too many three-point shots. But that's not my that's not my job. That's that's David Moore's job. Yeah, we lost sixty-one to fifty-seven, and uh, and as a, as a part of the Wolves family, I feel like that that was that would be something. If I was a player, I'd probably think that that uh, I left something on the court down there. Yeah. Um. So I think I think that that's the type of game I like to look for. So West Florida, February fifth and sixth, right here in the Coliseum. Again, the whole schedule on uwgsports.com. If you want to go and pick out your own uh, matchup to look forward to, let us know if you've got one that you are um, just got circled on the calendar. It's all on uwgsports.com. Now let's jump in and preview kind of our opponents uh, for this opening week of the season. We'll start Montevallo VSU. Um, at home for the men, and the women will start on the road. So let's start with the men's uh, preview. Montevallo, the opening opponent, they finished 12-17 and 17 last season. Um, only played them once and uh, lost 81-78 in a back-and-forth game. Kind of our M.O. last year, and, and, you know, that's another thing. We'll add a sixth thing to look forward to is can we take last year. There were so many games we were in up to the last minute, last second even, that we came up short in. Can we learn from that and be an even better team because of that this year? Even against Queens, uh, Queens, yeah. we led. We led in the. We led in the second half, and 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 we led big, yeah. and uh, and ended up losing that one. So, um, led by seven with two thirty seven to go, they finished on a ten zero run, and we missed a buzzer beater to tie. Um, so, uh, Montevallo is picked third in the East. Danny Young is a, is a tough coach, but uh, anything's possible in twenty twenty. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's the way. That's the way I look at it. Anything's possible, and and I look at that as a positive, not as a negative. The fact that anything's possible. That anything is possible. Yeah, I mean it can go either way, but we breathe positivity around here. We breathe positivity. That's a, that. That should go on a bumper sticker. We should. You should make a bumper sticker. What the hell? We breathe positivity. It happens. So Valdosta State uh, next Saturday finished twenty six and four last season. GSC tournament runner up, and uh, made the regional, and then it was canceled. Yeah. So, uh, so they're they've. It's been a while since they've gotten to play. I mean, it's been a while since anybody's gotten to play. But you know, they just abruptly ended their season. Yep. So and that had to had to sting a little bit. And, and we're their first game this year. Yeah. So, uh, swept us last year. It was close here. Um, uh, ninety eight to ninety three. They beat us one hundred five to eighty three down there. They've had four straight seasons, twenty twenty plus wins, and they're the preseason East favorite. So it'd be a really big thing if we could come in and. Uh, and knock off the uh, 2020 GSC runner-up. Yeah. Um, so, like we said earlier, when we were talking about our matchups to watch, a big test. But what a statement it would be if we can start two and zero and give VSU an zero and one start. That would be that would be an early Christmas present. That would be an early Christmas present. Absolutely. All right. So now let's look at the women's side again. Montevallo VSU same opponents flipped on the road. We'll start with Montevallo on Wednesday. Um, they finished exactly the same as we did last year, 18-11, and 11, and I believe they had one more conference win and got the uh, five seed where we got the six seed. Right. Um, and they'll bring back Cheyenne Flack, who averaged 16.9 points and 8.6 rebounds per game last year, had a really good year. She scored 32 on us, ran high-low game all night. And I, I know the day I went to practice and, and Coach Groninger said, you're not welcome back because we threw it all around the gym. Um, <laughs> that was one thing he was stressing when they were practicing is this is what Montevallo ran all night and scored so many points on us. Right. So we're getting ready for it. Um, and then they bring back t- three of their top four scorers, including uh, Cheyenne Flack. Marissa Snodgrass also comes back. She was the GSE freshman of the year last year and 
As a team, the Falcons picked second in the GSC East with three first-place votes. Three per first-place votes. So uh, definitely a, a game uh, for – and we talked about this last week. Uh, the, women's, the women's team last year was a young team. This year they're they're a little older. They're growing. Yeah. So so we uh, we the expectations are are growing as well, and and we I hope agree. to see big things out of them, and uh, and also Valdosta State um, for the women. All, they also finished eighteen eleven. Was it a three? way That was tie? a three way tie. Yeah. Three way tie. Eighteen eleven was the eight seed in the tournament, though. They still have Kayla Bonilla. Um, She's all, been there like twelve years. Yeah, all GSC last year and led their team in scoring. Named preseason all GSC this year. We split the series with them. We won here, lost on the road, um, and they were picked fourth in the East. Yeah, Bonilla. If if you watched us play Valdosta State at home, she's the guard that's like five foot, and can score very short. Yeah, yeah. but 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 I feel like I really do feel like she's been there forever. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So that's what we got going on this week. It's going to be a great, great week of basketball. Of, that's right. Of sports, we're back. We're back to to doing what we do. Um, now these games. Uh, okay, so interesting things. Um, there's going to be a, a our capacity in in the Coliseum is going to be 952 people. They're they're going to be counting at the doors. People are coming in. Once we get to 952, you're cut done. Off. But you can go home and watch it on the stream. We'll, we will be on be, Facebook. Uh, we'll, we'll be we'll be streaming to Facebook, um, and uh, with the potential for for streaming to YouTube in the spring, um, with with other things that might be happening. Yeah. Um, but uh, streaming to Facebook and. Everybody's going to have to wear a mask inside. You won't have to go through a, a health check or anything like that when you come into the arena. Um, but know that there there is limited seating. Um, and you'll see a green uh, Go West sticker. There'll be green Go West stickers and red Go West stickers. Now, that is not because it's Christmas time, um, <laughs> which that's what some people might think. But the green is is for Go, and that's where you can sit. The and red is for don't go. You yes. can't sit here. And they're they're in and they're in, in pockets of four, so you you've got a you got a place to to sit um, around, but socially distanced and and making sure everybody's wearing a mask during the game. Make sure you remember weekday games, including Friday nights at six p.m. Weekend games two o'clock. And remember too, it's not like in years past. You can't look at the women's schedule and say, oh, the women are playing at six. I'll go catch the men's game at eight. There's only no, one game a day. Just one game each day. No, one. it's a mirror schedule. So when the men are at home, the women are on the road. When the women are at home, the men are on the road. So, uh, but it, all that just l let's just make sure we we try to keep a, keep each other safe. It's going to be free admission. So free admission for up to about to. I mean, you can say right at a thousand nine hundred fifty-two. Yeah. So, um, but uh, but free admission. So come on out. Social distance. Wear your mask. Go go to the bookstore. Get you a, get you a UWG mask and yell your head off. I'm down for it. Down for yelling my head off with a UWG mask on. With a UWG mask on. Nice. It'll be fun. All right, as we close, we want to give a shout-out uh, to all of our former Wolves who are tuned into What the How, and we want to hear from you. If uh, you're listening, reach out to us via email or social media. Let us know you're listening and what you're up to these days, and uh, we'd love to give you a shout-out here on the show. Absolutely. Listen, the biggest gift that anyone can give, give is of your resources and your time. You've spent your time today listening to Jared and I talk about our Wolves, so you've definitely given of your time, and we're greatly appreciative of our listeners and, and fans of West Georgia Athletics. Hopefully, you're a benefactor of the program, and we're grateful for every penny that is given to our Wolves. If you aren't and would like to be a part of the amazing things that are happening here in Carrollton, there are plenty of opportunities to get, for you to give to athletics through the University Development Office. Thanks for listening to another episode of What the How. We'll be back next week, and 
Matt will will have results from basketball to talk about. I'm looking forward to actually breaking down a real game. Results. Yeah, it's going to be nice. It's going to be nice. Follow us online, uwgsports.com. If you're on social media, Facebook, West Georgia Wolves, Twitter, at UWG Athletics, and Instagram, at UWG Sports. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week when you'll hear Jared say, I'm Jared Boggess. I just work here. And I'm Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome. You're listening to the greatest West Georgia Wolves podcast ever produced. What the hell?